Hello and welcome to the Light from Light podcast. Is Leviticus still relevant? It can be quite easy to fall into the trap of thinking that Leviticus is just outdated or entirely irrelevant to modern day life and modern day Christianity. There can be this sort of attitude amongst some towards the whole of the New Testament, but it is particularly striking when it comes to Leviticus, I think. It's like we don't know what to do with Leviticus. It's difficult and boring to read with lots of ceremonial laws about sacrifice and a form of temple worship that we don't have anymore. How we are to treat lepers is clearly not according to the precepts set down in Leviticus. Um, The penalties for disobedience are not the same. The priesthood is different in the light of Christ. So then what do we gain from Leviticus? Is it not just better to take this as irrelevant now, irrelevant to the church and irrelevant to our particular time? After all, we eat shellfish and pig's flesh and we wear mixed fabrics. Well, it might surprise you to know that Jesus himself quotes the book of Leviticus in the New Testament. Jesus says in Mark 12.31, Mark 12.33, Matthew 22.39, Luke 10.27, Love your neighbour as yourself. This is probably one of the most well-known and well-loved teachings of Jesus, and it's a quote from Leviticus 19.18. We also see uh, Paul say in Romans 13.9, The commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and any other commandment is summed up in this word, you shall love your neighbour as yourself. Quote from Leviticus 19.18. Again in the letter of James, particularly James 2.8. Christ is the fulfilment of Leviticus. We read in Leviticus 26.12. I will walk, I will also walk among you and be your God and you will be my people. Well, of course, this is exactly what happens. The eternally begotten Son of the Father, the Word, Jesus Christ, Jesus of Nazareth, the Word becomes flesh and lives among us, and we have beheld his glory. Paul also reminds us of this in uh, 2 Corinthians and in his letter to the Hebrews. So then we see that Christ uh, is the fulfillment of Leviticus. God walks among us in the person of Jesus Christ, and we are his people. There are many things, many other things that we can gain from Leviticus. The importance of holiness, for example. Be holy as the Lord your God is holy, which is found in 1 Peter 1.14, and also in Leviticus 11.45. The sense that we are in the world, but we do not belong to the world. Earth is thy ship and not thy home, as St. Teresa of Lisieux said. Holiness is not something optional, and as such it's not unobtainable or uh, a standard for only a few, only a few people can reach it, as the Jansenists would have us believe. Instead it's a universal calling, which Vatican II teaches is offered to us all. It doesn't mean that we all take up that offer, But we can, and we should.
it is attainable because of Jesus Christ, who is himself the narrow gate. All who are holy are so because of some relationship with him, which may even be implicit rather than explicit, but always we are saved through his paschal mystery. We also, and, and by some sort of participation in that paschal mystery on our part, we also see the importance of um, sacrifice, and this sheds light on Christ's own sacrifice on the cross, that one saving sacrifice which is made present again to us through the sacraments. The Mass itself is a participation in that sacrifice, as St. Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians 10.16. Also, baptism. You know, by baptism, you die with Christ, you are buried with Christ so that you will rise again. So then we participate liturgically in our salvation and in the saving events of Christ's incarnation, his passion and death, his teaching, his resurrection and his ascension into heaven. And then with the subsequent sending of the Holy Spirit. The importance of duty and community responsibilities and of rituals and relationships and all their various kinds are brought out in Leviticus. Atonement and forgiveness. There's a year of jubilee. Offerings. All of these things are still important for us as Catholics today. And we find them in a Christian form in the church today. Like the um, jubilee year of mercy, for example. Uh, we've got another jubilee coming up in uh, 2025, I think it is. So don't be tricked into thinking that we can do away entirely with Leviticus. Christ indeed surpasses with generosity an eye for an eye, which is also a quote from Leviticus. But he also affirms and fulfills and deepens Leviticus too. You shall not take vengeance is also a quote in Leviticus. Also, you find in Leviticus um, 1934, the foreigner residing among you must be treated as your native born. Love them as yourself, for you were foreigners in Egypt. I am the Lord your God. So then you see that Leviticus, far from being done away with, is fulfilled by the church today and has much to teach us and much to profit us. So we are faithful in the truest sense of the term, to Leviticus, in Christ, and just as Christ was. Though we do not um, participate in the exercise of the old law, because we are under the new law and the new covenant uh, as Christians, as a Christian people, nevertheless, we are faithful to the goodness and the truth uh, that is being communicated in Leviticus through our fidelity to Jesus Christ and to his law. Christ being the fulfillment of the law and the prophets being the fulfillment of Leviticus. So then we cannot do away with Leviticus. It helps us to understand Christ and there are plenty of things um, that we have uh, in Leviticus that we can um, learn from still today. So is Leviticus relevant? Yes. And as Christians, we are called to be faithful to it 
in Christ and through Christ. God bless you.